0: senior Davis Tebbin from Lansing, Michigan is sitting in the hot seat for this exit interview segment. Davis is uh, one of our two-sport athletes uh, competing in both cross-country and track and field. Davis, thank you for joining us. I guess my first comment or question to you is I go out in the rec center and up on the video screen, I'm reminded of the uh, fall cross-country championship. Has that sunk in? Tell us about that experience and how that feels now.
1: You know... In some ways it has sunk in and others it hasn't. Like, I still can believe, oh yeah, that's me. We did it. But it was such a long time coming and it was something that was so aspirational for us for so long. It's still hard to believe that, you know, we actually got it. It's within our grasp.
0: I just, I look at that and I still get goosebumps every day when I go out there. I mean, what an experience and it was just a great thing.
1: No, it was like every time I watch the the video of that race, I always think back to around mile four when Joe and I were just suffering and all of a sudden Peter Shippy just appeared out of nowhere next to us. I, I think we were too just so shocked. Peter said, let's go guys or something to that effect. And both of us just kind of stared at him like, where did you come from? <laughs> And that was that was what we needed to kind of give us a shot in the arm to push to the finish. Those are the stories
0: that legends grow, and we'll just keep oh, building. Yeah. We'll reflect on that time and Peter time Shippe again. Is a legend? Well, I, yeah, he is. Yeah. Before we talk about your experience here, um, this year is kind of a new, a different kind of experience for you. Coming back for your fifth year, I guess I'd be curious to hear. Was this always the plan to go five years? How did you go about making these decisions, and what is this, what's been different about this fifth
1: year for you? Um, so once I knew that you know we had COVID eligibility, we had that extra year, I kind of thought about it. And then I think there were a few things last year that made me really seriously consider it. One of them was um, at last year's cross-country national meet in Washington when I lost my shoe 400 meters into the race. I so desperately wanted to be an All-American in something, and I thought, oh, that was my best chance. So that was frustrating because I was only about 10 spots out of the top 40. Then track, too. I got hurt. I missed a big chunk of my outdoor season. I missed the indoor national meet. Yeah,
0: you, you've you battled through some injuries, especially in track and field.
1: Yeah, and that that is really what made me want to come back for a fifth year. I, I really wanted to run, and I don't know exactly what I'll end up doing years down the road after I graduate, but I thought having some, um, some business classes would be helpful for that. So I came back, decided to do a business minor. So the first four years I was here, I only took engineering classes. These last semesters, I've just done business classes and a couple writing classes as well. So it's been different. I live off campus uh, with Eric Steiger and Peyton Miller, two other fifth-year seniors who are also outstanding runners. Um, and yeah, there's, there's been good. There's been bad, but it's been all right. I would do it again.
0: That's, that was my next question. Would you do it again? And uh, judging by how the cross country season went and your indoor season, it's paid off.
1: No, after, after the cross country national meet, I was talking to my dad and I just said, you know, today makes it all worth it.
0: Think back to your high school years back in Lansing how did it come about that you came to Dort and the recruiting process? What was mm-hmm. it that sold you on this place?
1: I have a lot of family history at Dort, actually. I, when I graduate this male, I'll actually be a third-generation Dort grad. So my grandma graduated from Dort when it was still a two-year college. My grandpa, Davis, was part of the first four-year graduating class. Uh, my dad ran for Dort. He was childhood best friends with Craig Heinen, which is pretty cool. So I was at least familiar with Dort. We always come out here for Thanksgiving. I still have family around. Um, and I wanted to go to a Christian school. I wanted to go to one that had engineering. And I, I desperately wanted to run. Um, my dad and I have talked about that. We talked about it when I was kind of a senior in high school. What, what percentage of the college experience is running? And I think he said, oh, probably like 30 or 40%. I'd put it closer to 50. Uh, it's been that good. So I wouldn't trade it for anything, and even back then that was important to me. And then I met Coach Wolf. I I love Coach Wolf. We just get each other. Um, and ultimately, my dad's advice was just to go where I felt peace about it. And for me, that was Dort, and I I don't regret it.
0: I assume you came for a visit, and if so, who also was on that visit? Like, did you get to know Eric uh, in the recruiting process, or some of the other runners that have come
1: through? So on my very first visit, I stayed with Grant Dunsbergen and Tristan Holstein, which Great. was fun. But I also came for, um, there's a, an academic scholarship called the Distinguished Scholar Award, and you have to apply for that, and it's kind of competitive. But that's where I met people like Eric Steiger, Nick Veldhorst, Jeb Merkel. They were all there on that visit. Hmm. Lance Z was also there at that same time, too, so that was, that was pretty cool. Like I got to meet those guys there. Nick would eventually be my roommate for four years. Yeah, I've known those guys for a long time now.
0: I'm curious to hear about your experience. How did you get to be a runner and the enjoyment of going out and run? Because it's not for everybody. Oh yeah, it's, it's an
1: acquired taste. So what's the history there? Kind of why I ended up doing running was because it was the only sport I wasn't terrible at. <laughs> Uh, I tell people I'm not, I really am not a great athlete. I'm not, I'm not coordinated. Uh, I, I'm just not a good athlete. I happen to be very good at running though. Both my parents ran. So I grew up doing five Ks. We also had something in elementary school called mileage club. I don't know if they do that out here, but it was something that Kohl's sponsored the department store. You'd run laps around the playground at recess and each lap was about a quarter mile and the recess attendant would mark each lap on this little card and once you did 20 laps so 5 miles you'd get a little plastic foot-shaped toe token that you'd put on your shoe and i i was really into mileage club as a kid and i just i kind of enjoyed going out and just grinding out laps and i was pretty competitive about it too i wanted to be the person who did the most laps but my a teammate of mine who I ran with in high school was a really good runner in elementary school. He probably ran about half as much as I did and still got more laps in than I did. And that drove me crazy. So that's the competitiveness in you. Oh yeah. No, I think that's probably where a lot of that developed, but eventually like I did every year, you'd get a medal if you were the top one or two people in your grade. And those are still probably the medals that i Treasure the most up there with like I don't know maybe the the two All American medals I have now, but yeah. like I I still love those medals.
0: I'll always hang on to those. What's been the biggest adjustment uh, if a potential recruit is listening to this and they will because this is a big deal, of course. But uh, <laughs> what's the biggest adjustment from a high school to a collegiate athlete?
1: I think intensity of training went up, but that was something I enjoyed. I think probably the the hardest change was when I first started running in high school, I had these great upperclassmen who were around me. There was one senior in particular named Trace, who's now an Army Ranger, like just a super intense guy. But he cared about us freshman guys. He was great. Um, When I came here, we didn't really have that. We didn't have many upperclassmen in general. Uh, And there were a few exceptions. Caleb Kruse was awesome. I still talk to him all the time. Caleb Drake Uh, our then GA, then assistant coach, now head coach at William Penn, um, he was like that for us. But for the most part, the juniors and seniors that there were weren't very interested in us freshman guys, and that was kind of hard. But one of the best parts of this year as a fifth-year senior has just been to get to know the freshmen, because they're great. Um, I get to be involved with them. I get to run with them every day at practice, and I get to talk with them. And Maybe it seems like they would get the best part of that deal because you know I've I've been fortunate to have a good running career here and I know a lot because at this point I'm just old. Um, But I I really do get the best part of that deal. Like they they remind me what makes this sport so great, and I'm I'm sad that the the upperclassmen who were here when I was an underclassman didn't get to experience that. It's great.
0: Some of your favorite memories and highlights while being part of this uh, defender cross country and track and field team.
1: Oh, there's, there's a lot of random ones. You know, you just do, I don't even know how many thousands of miles I've run while I've been here. And a lot of those good memories do come from runs and mostly during cross country runs. Um, There's, there's some funny ones like Ethan Summerhays, when he was a freshman, found this snake after one of our races and threw it like a hammer toss. It was probably like a four foot long snake and he just grabbed it and swung it around and just threw it like, who is this kid? <laughs> there's some runs that I just really enjoyed. Uh, my junior year, every morning, every Monday morning, 6 a.m., Joe Anderson and I would get up and we would do a 16 mile long run. And there were times when it wasn't so fun, but that's how I got to be really close with Joe. Uh, that was wonderful. There's, there's bittersweet ones as well. After David Tempty passed away my freshman year, summer after my freshman year, uh, after the funeral in Minneapolis, a bunch of us um, runners who were there changed out of our suits into running clothes, and we went for a run after his funeral because we thought that was something David would have appreciated. And that was that was a beautiful run. I always remember that. But one one run in particular, I think, will always be one of my favorites. Um, my freshman year, Caleb Cruzie was training for the half marathon trial that we always used to do down at midland and fremont and they canceled it because the weather was so bad and cruzy was really bummed because he'd been training so much and he was putting in quite a bit of mileage to do this half marathon so coach wolf said well let's just have you do a time trial and we'll have the guys pace you so we did a drop off we drove out kind of by newkirk And we piled, I bet we had 12 guys in this little Chevy van, minivan that Dort had. And it was so much weight in that van that the tires all looked flat. So we just piled into this van and we drove away out there. And we each took two mile shifts. And then we would hand Cruzy off like a baton to the next group. Um, And (laughs) it was kind of fun just because it was such a, it was just a fun, zany run Cruzy was so tired at the end of it that he, we didn't even realize when he was finished, he just stopped. And then we probably made it like another hundred meters or so before we realized he wasn't with us. We looked back, he was walking half a block behind us, but that was, that was fun. And that's the kind of run we probably couldn't do anymore because it just wouldn't fit in with training. Um, but it was, it was so much fun.
0: Academics, you alluded to that uh, you've studied engineering and now Mm -hmm. you're into the business. Curious, what made you choose those majors? Where's the interest? Where did that begin?
1: So my dad cuts concrete for a living. Uh, I always grew up around the trade, so I knew I wanted to do something kind of related to construction. Up until the day before classes started here freshman year, I was still stuck between construction management and civil engineering and then I decided that it would be easier to transfer out, transfer out of civil engineering than transfer into it, and I just never left. But it, it's it been really good. I wouldn't change that for anything. I have so much appreciation for the engineering department here and the, the teachers that I had. But I thought it would better prepare me for work in the construction industry, and I'm glad I stuck with it. And a lot of my best friends, um, Eric Steiger, Peyton Miller, Jeb Merkel, guys like that, they all did civil or they all did engineering i also did consider being an english major both my parents were but then i realized that i wanted to be employed so i didn't do that (laughs) on that
0: note do you have a favorite class
1: or a professor during your time here that uh, had a, a significant impact on you actually both my favorite class and my favorite prof were in the english department but my favorite class i took was called reading for life i took it my very first semester here because I love reading and I wanted to do a reading class. So Reading for Life is just a credit and a half elective. And that one went through the works of an author named Wendell Berry and his way of thinking, which puts a lot of emphasis on community, um, the importance of meaningful work, stuff like that. That's influenced really every class that I've taken since then. Um, And it's also where I met one of my best friends, Ryland Brew. We were in that class together. My favorite professor was Bill Elgersma, who no longer teaches here. Yeah, he's kind of a legend, but he was an English prof. He was very old school, very no-nonsense. But for whatever reason, we got along really well. Um, I've taken some writing classes this year. I always send my work to him because I really value his feedback. I've had Sunday dinners with him. I helped him hang drywall this fall. Like I have a great relationship with him. He's not just one of my favorite profs. He's probably one of my all-time favorite people
0: i've shingled with bill
1: elgersma oh man (laughs) so yeah you know
0: (laughs) fun fact bill elgersma was my high school english teacher and he was one of the very few english teachers that i enjoyed oh yeah i did not like english but he made it he made it fun if you will
1: oh yeah because he's he's just honest too like he doesn't there's no pretense with bill elgersma (laughs) he's great Before this
0: interview, we were talking off the mic about your plans immediately upon Mm -hmm. graduation. Tell the listeners out there, because they're they're somewhat unique and uh, somewhat exciting about what you're going to do.
1: Yeah, so right now, I don't really have a whole lot of responsibilities in life, so I figured I'd try to do something a little different. So right now, I'm planning to work as a track laborer for a tourist railroad in Durango, Colorado, which just means I'll be clearing brush, um, changing out tracks and railroad ties as well i'll probably do it through the end of the year it's just a seasonal job but i love the midwest i'll probably end up back here i want to do something different for a little bit yeah and i'm right now i'm kind of planning on living out of the back of my suv my mom doesn't like that part of the idea pretty much everybody i've talked to has been pretty receptive of the idea itself so if it matters to you i think that's pretty cool
0: oh yeah it'll be an adventure. What, what's your long-term goal for work af-
1: upon, after that? Yeah, so eventually I'm planning to work in the trades. Uh, engineering was great. I don't know if it's for me. I think I'd go crazy sitting at a desk. So right now I'm, I'll probably end up back in Michigan where I'm from. Um, I might try pouring concrete for a family friend of ours too. Uh, try that for a year or two, see if that's for me. The Defender Way,
0: uh, we talk a lot about that here in Dort Athletics. Uh, Romans 12, verse 1, servant leaders, academic athletic excellent, excellence. How has that come about during your time here at Dort?
1: I think Defender running is pretty special because at most schools, the running program is way at the fringe of the athletic department. It's kind of a redheaded stepchild program that nobody knows what to do with. Uh, nobody really likes it either. But one of the amazing things at Dort is that the running programs are right at the center of the athletic department and they're right at the center of Dort, period. Um, a lot of our athletes are leaders in various positions in clubs, like Peter Shippey is in charge of a couple of clubs, Trey Engen is in charge of student government. I don't know, the AD and the school president travel to our national meets and they do it because they want to. So it's been pretty special to watch that while I've been here. And I think the, the track and cross country programs at Dort have always had a lot of campus leaders in them, but to be able to have those campus leaders, but also still be this good and have as much success as we've had, that has has not been done at Dort before in the running programs. And I think that's amazing. That's really a testament to the, the people we have competing right now.
0: What are you going to miss the most once your Dort athletic career is over here this spring?
1: I think what I'll miss the most is just being part of a team like this, not just because of how fast we are, but because of the, the people itself, you know, all of life is being on a team, wherever you work, wherever you go to church, but where else are you? You're pursuing the same objective. You're suffering together. You have the same values, but I get to run with these same guys who have the same values, worship the same savior, care about each other, have a great sense of humor. And maybe I'm biased because it's really similar to my sense of humor. Like we just have fun. And I know there will be other teams that I'm a part of in life that meet some of those, but they probably won't meet all of them. And we get to achieve the stuff we've achieved on top of that. That's such a gift. Will you uh, stay running? I hope so. You know, if I end up, if I end up pouring concrete, I'm not sure how compatible that is with this, you know, weighing 150 pounds or so, um, I might have to put on a little more weight. So I don't know how much I'll be able to continue with it. But I hope to. It's great.